Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Mike Rossin. It's good to spend some time with you guys today. Man, I'm telling you right now, if you ever want to do anything great, you need to prepare yourself for suffering. If you want to do anything great, you need to prepare yourself for suffering. Listen, like everything that you're going through right now, and I'm talking to a specific set of people that are listening to me right now that just can't seem to catch a break, that it just seems like everything they do, no matter how hard they work, things aren't going in their favor. And I'm here to encourage you and tell you that all of these obstacles and challenges and adversities that you're currently experiencing are preparing you for everything you've asked for. This is why I tell people you've got to be very careful what you ask for because you just might get it. You just might get it. You need like to, to, to lift heavy weight. You need to start off with lighter weight and then it progressively gets heavier and heavier and heavier. And you got to go in the gym over and over and over again. And you got to lift and you got to lift and you got to tear your muscles apart and tear your muscles apart. Sometimes you plateau and you don't make any gains and it's frustrating and you seem stuck. And then all of a sudden, boom, like if anybody that's ever been, you know, serious about lifting and working out, they know that sometimes whether you're training for endurance, you're training to fight, you're training to lift, like whatever it may be, a lot of times you hit a plateau and you're stuck at this plateau for what seems like forever. And then boom, there's a major breakthrough. There's, let's break this down. There's a couple of things that are happening. Your muscles are preparing themselves to lift heavier weight. Your body's preparing itself to run further distances faster, right? If you're in endurance training, like your body is building all of the necessary requirements to take you to the next level. It's like, I can remember when I was in Pittsburgh, I used to drive by this housing development, right? And it seemed like forever, it was just piles of dirt. Like forever, like there was a bunch of heavy equipment and piles of dirt everywhere and stone. And it was like that, it seemed like for years. And then one day I drive by this development and boom, there's four houses. Like, I'm like, what the shit? These, this came out of nowhere, right? Well, what was happening when it seemed like these guys weren't making any progress? They were building the foundation. They were building the foundation. And the foundation takes time, but that's what you build everything else above ground on top of. See, that's the thing. When you're in this grind, a lot of you are going through a struggle and making progress that other people can't see and that you can't even see or detect. Did you just hear what I'm telling you right now? A lot of you right now are going through a process, you're going through a struggle, you're getting up every single day and you're putting in the work day in and day out in the progress, you can't even detect it. How would you expect other people? So this is a lonely place because you're not getting the accolades, you're not getting the good jobs, you're not getting the praise, you're not getting the recognition. So it's you versus you every single day. And when it's that's the hardest battle to fight. That's the hardest battle to fight is the you versus you 
every single day in the dark with the lights off, nobody watching. Again, there's no crowd to clap and cheer you on. None of your friends or family are even encouraging you. It's a dark, lonely place. And you know what? I'm only talking to a very specific subset of people that probably listen to this. I'm not talking about the people that are getting up and going to a nine to five. I'm not talking about the people that are coasting through life. I'm talking about the people, I'm talking to the people rather, that are intentionally sacrificing, grinding, and putting in more work than what they're seeing, like what than what they're receiving in results. Like what I mean by that is that you're putting in more work, like you're putting in more hours than what you're getting paid. You're putting in more effort than what you're seeing physically on your body or in your results physically. Like you're in there grinding and putting in the work and you're not seeing the results yet. Well, the below ground growth precedes the above ground growth it's like the story of the chinese bamboo tree i might have this all wrong but it's like you plant the bamboo tree seed whatever it is not i don't know what it comes from it's a seed right and what happens is is there's seven years where you don't see any above ground growth none none at all you see none and then all of a sudden boom in a year it grows like what is it 20 or 30 feet or something nuts it explodes Well, what you don't see is below ground, that bamboo is building its root system. You know, I I had a landscaper that worked for me once and I told that story years ago to my sales team and he said, dude, he's like, I don't know if you've ever tried to rip bamboo out of the ground. He's like, dude, you can't get it all out. Like it's, it's deep, it's wide, its root system goes deep, it goes wide, it's almost, it's nearly impossible to remove. And you know, the other aspect of bamboo that I find fascinating is not only is it impossible to remove, which gives you the connotation of like something that's just rock solid planted, but the bamboo tree, I think Lao Tzu in the art of war talks about the bamboo tree is flexible. It's able to bend, right? So if you're like, oh, this is good. If you're like the bamboo tree, right? Not only are you deeply planted in the ground but you're also flexible above ground and able to withstand wind and bending and change in life right so it's like a dual effect not only are you firmly planted and nearly irremovable from the earth but you're also flexible above ground you're able to bend and adjust what happens when some trees bend they snap right well no the bamboo can bend and it doesn't break Isn't that fascinating? So back to this housing development. It's interesting because, again, it was like they were building the foundation for it. it There was no progress. It just looked like dirt. And I talked about this on a TikTok, man. In the middle of the process, it's going to look like a mess. In the middle of the process, it's going to look like a mess. Like when they were building these houses, it was just dirt and shit all over the place. It looked terrible. And then you drive by, boom, there's a whole housing development. All of a sudden, out of nowhere. It's like if you've ever cooked a, like a full course meal, like, you know, three or four or five courses. Like, dude, you walk into the kitchen in the middle of that, it's going to be a disaster. It's going to be a disaster. It's going to be shit all over the place, right? It's going to be a mess. Every time I cook, it gives me anxiety because I like things clean and orderly. Right. And then you, which is weird because I'm like a bull in a China shop, but it's like, I like things clean and orderly in my life. It comes from my mom. My mom always kept things spotless in the house. Right. And you walk into the kitchen 
in the middle of this 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 beautiful meal being cooked and it looks terrible there's the pots and pans and measuring cups and measuring and spoons and forks and just there's dough and flour and sauces and just shit everywhere and then what happens the meal comes out it gets plated up the kitchen gets cleaned and everything's beautiful and everybody gets to enjoy this meal right well in the middle of the process it's gonna get messy it's gonna get messy you know what's interesting is to eat a meal like that it's quick right like i can house a a meal and I could house a four course meal probably in 20 minutes, but that might take three, four, five hours to cook, right? Like in the process, not only is it messy, but it takes time. Y'all got to be patient. It's called aggressive patience. It's called aggressive patience. You got to be patient with the process. Because the below ground growth precedes the above ground growth. And here's the thing. If the foundation gets rushed and it's not built properly and you start adding levels onto that house, what's going to happen at the first storm? What's going to happen at the first little minor earthquake? That shit's going to collapse, right? It's going to collapse. So you can't half-ass the process. you got to be patient. Guys, I want to encourage you today. Your time is coming. You just need to be patient. It might be, it might not be for another six months. It might not be for another six years. It depends on how long you've been in it and what how big your goals are. The bigger your goals and the bigger your impact, it's like the bigger the house. The longer it's going to take to pour and establish and build that foundation, right? So you gotta be patient. Like if you got these little teeny itsy bitsy goals, it's not going to take, the process ain't going to take a long time, right? It's not going to take a long time. But if you got big ass goals, like big ass, like you want to have an impact in the world and you want to do something special, I'm telling you right now, it's going to take some time. So a lot of you right now are putting in the work and people aren't seeing the result and you're not seeing the result and it's so easy to get discouraged. And what's funny is is that not only are you putting in the work and not seeing the result and that could be difficult, but listen to me here. When you're putting in the work and not seeing the result and that going through that difficulty, usually there's other difficulties compounding on top of that trying to take you out of the game. They're trying to take you out of the game. Like, I can't even begin. I'm not even going to get into it now. Someday in the next six months to a year, I'm going to do a victory episode when I'm on the other side of all the challenges and adversities I've gone through recently. And I can't wait to talk to you guys about it. But right now, I'm just so laser focused on putting in the work and doing the right thing that nothing's going to derail me. I ain't even going to talk about it. I won't even give, I won't even speak life into the things that I'm currently dealing with right now. Most of you, I'm not trying to be arrogant, couldn't even begin to possibly fathom or wrap your brain around handling the things that I am currently handling all at once. You couldn't even fathom it. It's because we got different goals and I'm just maybe a little bit farther along in the process than you. I'm not saying, again, I'm not saying this to be arrogant or have some kind of a pissing match about who's going through more adversity. And here's the thing, is the reason why I don't give up, and I think, uh, who was this? Donald Trump actually said this. How do you deal with, like, not being stressed out all the time? He's like, you just act like it doesn't matter. 
There's an earthquake in India kills 400,000 people. Like there's like, I don't have it that bad. Uh, maybe compared to the average Joe, it might blow his mind how bad it is. But I'm telling you, it's bad. Such a silly word. Bad. Like, like nothing happens to me. It happens for me. So I look at the blessing and everything, but at the same time, I still realize that it ain't that bad. <laughs> there's people with their kids are dying. They're sick. They have no roof over their head. They have no food. Who am I to complain? But the point of what I'm trying to say right now is that a lot of times when you're in that process and you're grinding and you're working, life is going to try to beat you in, into submission. Like not only are you not seeing results, but boom, you get cheated on. Not only are you not seeing results, but boom, one of your best friends stabs you in the back. Not only are you not seeing results, but boom, you tear a muscle and you're out for six months or boom, you get your identity stolen. You lose 30 grand. Boom. The market crashes and you lose 150 G's like shit's going to happen. It's life testing you to see how bad you want it. And this is why there is a 99% in a 1%. It doesn't have to do with the one black and I was born with no parents. I could show you so many black people who were born with no parents that are crushing life right now. What's your excuse? Well, I was in an abusive household growing up. Great. I could show you a handful of so many people that were in abusive households growing up that have made something special out of their life. Well, I grew up in a trailer and white trash and I was poor and blah, blah, blah. Great. I can show you people with those. Well, I'm a woman. Great. I can show you a woman who's crushing life right now. Well, I've had this and I've had this. Somebody out there is using the same bullshit excuses that you're using and they're winning. They're beating your ass with them. You got to stop using your trauma. I'm not discrediting what you've been through in your life. I'm not saying it's not harder for black people to succeed. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying, however, that although it might be harder, there are black people out there doing it. Although it might be harder, there are women out there doing it. Although it might be harder, there are quadriplegics out there doing it. Although it might be harder, there's people that grew up in traumatic, broken households that are doing it. I'm telling you right now, somebody out there was born into similar, if not worse circumstances than you, and they're making a mockery out of you with what they're achieving in their life. Because you're sitting here using this damn excuse as a crutch to keep limping along and they're sprinting. They found a way to heal and they move forward. Some of y'all just sitting around waiting for somebody or something to come save you. Some of you are just sitting around waiting for some, just some magical answer to come that's going to change your life. You're going to win the lottery. Some genie's going to pop out of a bottle and help you overcome all your challenges and obstacles and adversities. And the reason why there's a 99% and a 1% has nothing to do with where you are born, how you are born, parents, no parents, none of that has everything to do with this. Your ability to overcome obstacles and adversities and endure pain and keep moving forward. Because most of you, at the first sign of adversity, obstacle, pain, or discomfort, you tuck your tail between your legs and you run. You tuck your tail between your legs and you run, and it's pathetic. I'm not here to beat you up. I'm here to challenge you. It's, you know, I had a kid the other day, well, I want to lose weight, but 
man, dude, I've got so much going on right now, blah, blah. You know what? You're going to just be fat for the rest of your life. You're going to be gross and fat for the rest of your life. Just, just That's how it is. Until you learn to lose that loser attitude. Like how many hours are there in a week? I have my calculator on me right now. 24 times 7, right? So what is that? 168? 168 hours in a week. I could be wrong. 168 hours in a week. I think I'm right. Yeah, I am right. 168 hours in a week. Let's say you sleep seven hours a night, okay? Because that's what most people get. That's 49 hours, okay? So 168 minus 49, right? Well, there's, what does that give us? It's eight, one. Okay, so 118 hours left over. Let's say you work 80 hours. You work 80 damn hours, right? I think that still leaves you with 38 hours. Again, I'm doing this math on the fly. So people listening to this, you're probably like, oh, you made a mistake. Either way, you sleep 49 hours a week. You work 80. Not many of you are working 80 hours a week. Okay, let's let's go schedule the schedule. You can compare my schedule with yours. There's 38 hours left over. 38 freaking hours left over. And you're telling me, so that's a whole day and a half of time. A full 24-hour day and then a half a day of time. And you're telling me you don't have time to work out. Bullshit. Excuse. Y'all got to wake up. I'm here to both challenge you and encourage you. But sometimes you need a little bit of both. Because there is a calling on your life. Like there is a calling on my life. I am blessed and divinely favored. I know this. I've known this since I was a child. And the same goes for you. Okay. I believe I was made in the image of God. I am a co-heir with Christ. Which means I have a divine calling and purpose on my life. And God help whoever gets between me and that purpose and calling. I'm just warning you right now. It ain't going to end well for you. Whether it's in this life or the next. You might think you catch the dub in this life. and I, I got news for you. But I'm telling you, I've got a divine purpose and calling on my life. And that directs my actions. That directs my motives. That directs my motivation and my discipline. Because I believe I'm called to do something much larger than myself. And much larger than I could even imagine. How do you feel about yourself? Because if you have this low self-esteem bullshit and you don't believe in yourself, you're never going to make the progress that you need to make. And you're certainly never going to achieve the goals that you want to achieve. This is why people, myself included, at many points in my life, I struggle with self-identity, self-confidence. I didn't think I was a good person. I thought I was an animal. I thought I was just, just... I just thought I was darkness is the only way I could describe it. And that you, you end up self-medicating and many of you are self-medicating. I see you on social media drinking every single night. I see you on social media partying every single night. I see you on social. I see you doing all these self-destructive things and I feel bad for you. Part of me is angry and pissed off at you, but mostly I just feel bad. I feel bad because you have no sense of self-identity. You have no sense of self, self-worth. And if you had identity and self, self-worth, you wouldn't be doing the self-destructive things that you're doing. Because you would value yourself and realize what you're truly called to do. 
I am blessed and highly favored. What kinds of things are you saying to yourself on a day-to-day basis? Now, don't get me wrong. Please don't ever get it messed up and think that I'm some prosperity gospel advocate because it's quite the opposite. I think that's... I think those people are heretics and the part of hell that they're going to is something that I wouldn't even want to begin to imagine and fathom. I couldn't even fathom. Couldn't even fathom. Because I tell you what, when you're a teacher or a preacher or a leader of men and women and you lead people down the road of false doctrine, it ain't, your judgment's going to be far more severe. I hope these people find repentance and turn from their ways. Many of the people that you listen to and post clips of every Sunday are heretics. If the entire message week after week is about what God can do for you, I can promise you that you are being misled. It is not about what God can do for us. It is about what we can do for him in his kingdom because we are worthless to save ourselves and it is by his grace in his grace alone that we are even permitted to exist let alone have salvation but i digress it was on my heart to say that but back to the self-identity and self-worth you need to start and i'm telling you until and this is i i used to when i was in my previous business you know people used to tell me you got to be careful about being too religious or outspoken with your beliefs because you might turn some of your clients off. You might turn some people away. Good fucking riddance. Good riddance. I don't need your money. I don't need your presence in my life. Okay? Because my argument to you would be go to the book of Acts or read anything Jesus said and show me where they had UFC fight nights and everybody got together and they were very watered down in their approach and non-direct because they didn't want to offend anybody. You would be remiss. You will not find anything, any evidence, anywhere, anywhere in the Bible, no, nothing that says, hey, be water things down so you could be a friend of the world. When you are a friend of the world, you are in direct enmity with God. And the last thing I want to do is be an enemy of God. So all of that that I just said is I'm going to start getting more direct with my messages to you guys about my faith. Because unless you have faith, you will not find your identity. Unless you have faith, you will not find your identity. Or you will find your identity in falsehood and idolatry. Your identity will get wrapped up in things like money and superficial outward achievement and success and flashiness and all other things, all other things. And it could even even be seemingly innocuous, like just being a good person. That's an idol. Oh, wow, Mike, what the hell do you mean by that? How could just being a good person... Because there's no such thing as a good person, first of all. And second of all, that's usually used as an excuse to be weak, flaccid, and lukewarm. 
I don't ever want anybody to say he was a nice guy about me. Because if anybody says that you're a nice guy or a nice girl, chances are you haven't changed much in the world. I know very few nice guys, if any, at all, that are effective in causing change in themselves and those around them. So you, to find your identity, the first thing I'm going to tell you to do is turn to God. Because outside of that, you will find your identity in falsehood and it will be shaken and destroyed. You need to find your identity in God. But without a properly established identity, you're going to find it very difficult to make any real achievement in your life. And everything that you do achieve will feel fake because it's not rooted in the correct ideals. It's not rooted. It's rooted in things of this world, which the things of this world will pass away. If you want to have a nearly eternal legacy... You need to do things that will echo in eternity, right? Things that, like, you, they have to be, it can't be money, cars, watches, blah, blah, blah. It's got to be honor. It's got to be justice, integrity. It's got to be, it's about defending the weak and the poor. Like, all these things that have nearly become cliche are, are cliche. If your identity isn't wrapped up in having these attributes and characteristics, I'm not saying I do plan on being very wealthy. I made a lot of money in my life and I continue and I, I absolutely plan to make way, way, way more. Nothing wrong with that. But that can't be the end goal. You can't serve two masters. Okay? It ain't a master for me. It's a tool. It's a big difference. It doesn't use me. I use it. God uses me and then I use the tools given to me. You understand the difference here? Some of you are a tool used by money. I am a tool used by God and the tool that hopefully he will continue to bless me with is money. And if he decides to take that away from me and use other gifts that he's given me, then so be it. I'll live in a shack in the woods with my wife, our chickens, and our dog, and I'll find a way to make it happen. But you need to find your identity it needs to be rooted, again, first in God, but something meaningful. Because if you have an idea, if you're constantly having an identity crisis day by day, you're never going to make real progress. And I want to encourage you, a good place to start is to start writing down who you are. Like in the morning, write down who you are. The most I'd not, who you are right now for your faults and everything, although it is important to acknowledge those and improve. I want you in the morning to start writing down the ideal version of, of yourself. Like me, I am a husband with integrity. I treat my wife with, with honor and respect. I provide and protect. This is something I've been writing down. In business, I am a man of integrity and honor. Those are big words for me now. I do things properly. I do things the right way the first time. And people can count on my word. Like... Writing down things like that every single day, day after day, and living them out and practicing them and living them out until you're near perfection. And remember, 
it's not about perfection. It's about progress. It's about getting a little bit better every single day. Incremental changes every day. You get 1% better every single day for a year. You're 365% better by the end of the year. But it sucks because after a week, it's only 7%. And people get discouraged and they quit. I want to encourage you to not quit. I want to encourage you to keep going and keep making these incremental changes and getting better day in and day out. You have a calling on your life. You're you're here to do something special. What are you doing with the gifts that you were given? It scares the shit out of me. I've heard this a long time ago that said, uh, somebody said that at your end, what if at the end of your life, when you die, God introduces you to the person that you could have been. That scares me. God introduces you to the person that you could have been. How much different will that person be from the reality of who you become? Is it going to be a completely different person? You wouldn't even recognize him or her? Because you lived your life in depravity, in averageness? I want to challenge you today in closing. Be patient in the process. Embrace the foundational building that's happening in your life right now. Be aggressively patient in the execution of the things that you need to know or the things that you know you need to do daily to become the person that you want to become. And above all else, find your identity first in God and then seek to establish it and root it in unwavering ideals. And watch the world unfold in front of you. But be prepared for obstacles and adversities and shortcomings and disappointment. And learn to persevere. That is all I got for today. 30 minute episode. Let's go. I love you guys. Peace.